Hello, people. Hello, hello. So, this week has been... Well, let's just jump in right now. <laughs> um, how's your week been? Busy. I feel like last week flew by. Last week was Halloween, right? Was it? Yeah. Thursday was Halloween. Halloween sucks. <clears throat> You're not a fan. No. I'm a Halloween Scrooge. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest holiday ever. That's just me. <laughs> That's just you. And it was fun, though. the people. <laughs> the kids looked cute. Yeah, this is this year we didn't spend a dime on their costumes, which made me really happy. Because I hate buying Halloween costumes for them to wear once and then not and fit it sits, into. And it sits in the bucket. It's just ugh. It's in the dress up bucket. Ugh. And I don't want people. It's full coming. of clothes from when I dressed up as a kid. I don't want people coming to my house every five seconds, knocking on the door. Oh, you are Scrooge. That that part's fine. <laughs> no, I really don't like it. You were out with the kids though. Yeah. And I was freezing. I, I have fun every year, though, going out and scaring them when they are See, you find watching. purpose. <laughs> My kids actually would stand, like, arching their back, looking out towards As they're the, saying trick-or-treat. As they're saying trick-or-treat, looking out towards the street, making sure they keep their eyes on me. <laughs> because they know that I'm waiting in the shadows to scare them. I did get them, actually. I know, and Pretty I have well. it on tape. Yeah, it was... You have it on video. I have it on video. Not tape. <laughs> tape. It's just not 1986. Well, that's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Our um, son played in a championship football game Saturday. That yeah. was awesome. It was really fun to be there. Scary because the other team is... They play dirty. They Well, this game was really good, I think. They Yeah. <clears throat> but they, they're huge. These kids are huge against our little guys, and anyway, it was it was really fun to watch them play their hearts out. And um, although they lost, they have amazing coaches that allow them to feel the loss, but also build them up. You know, I happened to overhear one of the coaches talk about learning to lose, because that's just as important. Yeah. You know. And it was it was good to see the, I don't know everybody, all of the kids, all of the parents left happy. Yeah. Like none of the kids were, you know, I mean, they, they cried they a little did. bit at, at there first. Was, there was definitely emotion. But at the end of it, like watching everybody leave, like everybody was just kind of in good spirits and was yeah. like, okay. It's because they have good coaches. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. That can make yeah, a break. Really, really made a difference but, this year for him. And hello, championship. Like not every team got to go. Yeah. So right there is like a big deal. Yeah. And these teams have gone both years in a row, both, mm. both years in a row. Both years that he has um, played tackle, but I sure hope that we can kind of keep this team together over yeah. the years. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. Well, I guess we're done with the update of our little family week, and we'll jump right in. Um, tonight is going to be a little different. Ryan's going to be sharing a lot more tonight and talking to us. Superstar. Superstar. Um, yeah. Sharing a couple things that have happened that happened Sunday and 
some thoughts and feelings he's been having. And I'm, I'll throw in my thoughts or maybe I'll just sit back and listen myself. So take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Sunday, I actually, I had, well, Saturday night, I guess, I had planned, I had thought about, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll go to church with Brandy on Sunday because the week that she was really excited to go with me, she's like, I was just excited to like be there and sit by you and hold your hand. And I was like, you know, maybe one of these Sundays I can do that, you know. Um, and so that's kind of what Saturday night I was thinking about doing that. And then I remembered that I had my support group that has been really pretty important and really, really great for me to be at every week and so and it's only a six-week program and I think last this last week was week four and so and I've already missed one because um, we were out of town and so I'm like I really and, and I remembered that we were going to be talking about like meditation and things and how to how to find spirituality you know after a faith transition so I was like that would be really not one to miss not one to miss yeah, yeah. and then and then little side perk, I realized also that it was the first week of the month. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to feel bad missing testimony meeting. <laughs> Just because uh, it's always, I've always struggled with testimony meeting. Um, it's just story time. Anyways, that's my opinion. But um, so Sunday morning, I went to my group and it was really good. It was really great. Um we did, you know, we talked about spirituality and where each one of us is in the realm of spirituality, whether or not we actually have spirituality right now or, you know, whether we don't. And um, one of the guys in the group brought up a really good point that he really hates the word spirituality because there is so much of a connotation that the church has left in our minds that um, it just has, you know, it, th those two are so intertwined. And, and so we, we started to try to figure out a, a different way that we could refer to that. And we kind of came up with um, the term of just being, being present, being centered, being, um, being aware of self, right? Like self-awareness and that... Is that only during your group? Because you are obviously allowed to have that word. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, it wasn't like, okay, guys, we're going to stop using this word. But all of us kind of agreed that we were like, I don't like that word because it is so ingrained with with church and stuff that um, it really was, was something that was like, yeah, that's... Because like when you turn to like meditation and things like that... Um, it's something that I, I really truly think is important. And and one one lady actually brought up to this point of like, I hate that it has to become something that's like a duty because my entire life church stuff has been like and like a duty. Like oh, you need to read your scriptures and if you don't read your scriptures you're then you're not doing it right and you're not doing what you should and then if you don't say prayer you're not saying prayer and you know, like just all those things that uh, she's like, I don't want meditation or spirituality to become a responsibility. 
Um, and we all kind of laughed about that, but it was very much kind of my same idea, like that I don't really want to have to, I don't want to have to think that I have to do it. Um, it needs to be something that, that I want to do, but that's kind of a little mini rant, side rant. Um, but coming back to the spirituality thing though, um, we did some guided meditation together. Um, and it was really impressive because she did it in a way that caused us to almost build a, a place in our minds after we became really like focused on breathing and things like that, that we built this place in our minds that we could go to in any situation that we needed to, to kind of escape life, kind of escape the world. And the, the place that I, that my, uh, my family and I went on a hike, we went on a hike this summer and we went to this place that was it at that time it was very very soon after i had left and i was trying to discover what my purpose was what the spirituality aspect was for me and you know not having the, the church and so i was like okay i think this is what you know i we went and it just i it caused a lot of self-reflection that day um when we went on that hike this summer and um, it was, and that's kind of like right where I went in my mind. And I obviously, you know, revised it a little bit and put things here and there, um, in there. Like she had had us put in like a, a ref like a pool where we could go to like soak in the pool, like a, like a, he a healing cleansing pool, you know, with like a waterfall and all these things. And so it was just, it was amazing. And, and I was really able to do that. And, um, I really got into it and just started to cause me like the rest of the day to be very reflective of where I'm at. Right. And it caused me to also start thinking about some of the frustrations that I've had since leaving. And those frustrations began to cause a lot of hurt and pain and then it just kind of spiraled from there, um, which I don't think is a bad thing because I think it's healing and it's to feel it. It's important to feel it. It's mm -hmm. important to get it out. And, and so I, I just kind of allowed myself to feel it. Um, it's caused my moods to obviously not be the greatest recently. Um, he's been so fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't been the funnest. Um, <laughs> But that's kind of a lead-in and a segue to what I really wanted to talk about today, which is the need the need for people who have lost their faith, who have stepped away from the church or left the church or have never had the church and maybe have chosen not to. Um, the need for them to feel needed and loved and wanted. Um, I, we've touched on this, I think, a little bit before. But 
since I have left, not a single person except for one has really talked with me um, and, and just been, been a, a friend to me. Um, the neighborhood has been silent. Um, friends, when we were in the hospital that was there with us, um, with when Gavin was there going to the the hospital, and um, he was there to help out, you know, be there to make sure we were okay. And after that, there was nothing. There was no no checkup to see how we were. Um, and I and I get that people get busy, and I'm not going to downplay that. I think that's a viable reason sometimes as to why people just continue to just kind of move their lives on and live their lives and, and do what they're going to do, you know? Um, but it's really, it's really sucked because other than, other than my wife and my family, and a very few people here. Not in our ward. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I have just felt very lonely. And. Well, I think, if I can interrupt for a second, I think why, me and my nice cold, I think why it hurts so much, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is because being brought up in the church that's what the church is about, is loving people, being Christ-like, reaching out, serving. Um, and it's it's just been really quiet. And where you don't go on Sundays, you don't even have that interaction. You know what I mean? Is that a safe... Yeah, well, and, and, and that's... Fine. Like the fact that I don't, that I don't go and I, you know, I'm not there to talk to everybody. Like that's okay. No, what I'm meaning though is no, like, that we're brought up that when you're in certain callings or when you're, you know, a ministering brother or, um, dare I say bishoprics or elders club presidencies or religious study presidencies or, you know what I mean? Those types of callings. Yeah. At least in my head or compassionate service or whatever they are, all these different things, the church were taught that we reach out to people, mm -hmm. you know, and it just hasn't happened for us. No. And, and the thing is, is like, I recognize that if you don't go to church, then obviously you're not going to see people and, and be able to talk to people and chit chat and whatever else. I get that. It's more, it's more the people that professed to be friends and that they were there for us. Well, something devastating happened. I mean, this is, it's a morning, I think. And no one has reached out to say, Ryan, are no. you okay? It's, it's not, yeah. It, I mean, this, this guys, if, if anything, this is not a light 
topic. Mm-mm. It's not a light situation. And it's not an easy one. If anything, people need to stop thinking that this is easy for the person that leaves and hard for the person that stays. That has to stop. It's hard for both. Yeah. It's so incredibly difficult. Painful. Having your life literally fall apart in terms of foundation that you've always thought you had and belief and having it literally just crumble. The the, the sensation of falling, I don't know, like sometimes I feel like I'm falling slower and, you know, and then sometimes faster, but mm-hmm. it... It is so incredibly painful and the mentality and the attitude of this judgmental, well, it's because you just want to sin or because you, you know, um, you didn't really truly believe or you didn't really truly have a testimony or it's easier to not have to do it or da, 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 da. Um, it's not the case. It's not the case. It is literally, it's, it is literally a, a, a death. In, in some aspects, a death of a way of life. And and that's something that when, when somebody dies, people are, are, are bending over backwards and backflipping and doing everything they can to be there for someone. But when people go through these faith transitions... for At least for us, and we do have friends that have, well, a lot of people that we've met through this that have, unfortunately... It makes me so sad to say, but they've all experienced a lot of what we are. The, Silence. The quiet. And I used to, I used to get so mad. Well, I've actually, it's always bothered me. When you're not asking for them to be like, come back. Why did you leave? No. Like, it's not even that. No, it's, it's just well, a. Still be my friend. Show me that you a, still care about me. Right. Still, still talk to me. Like, hey, how are you? And people in positions, like in leadership positions, where that is their job, their duty in the church, at at minimum, them reaching out and saying, hey, are you okay? Is everything all right? You know, is there anything that I can do for you? And there has literally been nothing. Because it's always bothered me when people would make a project out of somebody like, Oh, and you know, a non-member family just moved in, or you know, people across the street are inactive, and and like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to try to get them to come back to church, and so they go over and they, you know, put this facade on, like, oh, you know, hey, how are you doing? Like, I'm your neighbor, and you know, they try to try to fellowship this person into coming to church, and as soon as the person expresses, I have no desire to do that, or no, I'm very comfortable in my religion, or non-religion, or whatever, it's like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. And then that's it. There's no, there's no desire to continue developing a friendship or a neighborhood ship. Is that a word? Neighborship with, with those people. And it's always bothered me. Well, it should be friendship first. And then you get to know each other and you talk religion, you talk. But even then it's, that doesn't need to be a, like a, like a, it doesn't need to be predicated on eventually we'll get to religion. No, it just is naturally occurring. Right. That's I agree with you. I think that the 
the friendship, the true heart-to-heart friendship, because you care about people, needs to happen first, no matter what. And if that's all that happens, then that's all that happens. Mm -hmm. And you've made a friend, you've developed a relationship, and you have connected with somebody. Right. I think the whole purpose of our life here is connection, is to connect with people, is to become together. And... Which... You you aren't fantastic because you're an introvert, so it's sure. hard for you. Sure, it is. It this. is hard for me to Doesn't do that. Doesn't come naturally to no, everybody. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. And and that's the thing is, I I will I will also preface or postface that <laughs> afterwards with that I know that that's not the case for every person. Mm-hmm. I know that there are people that do truly just develop a friendship with people just because that's what they want to do and Mm -hmm. i and i i commend them for that because that's truly living what the gospel teaches um and to be fair also i know that you know i'm also not reaching out um you know and so i mean you can look at it as a two-way street sure but I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people, when they're hurting, they don't reach out. Right. They don't reach out, and 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 I don't think. I don't think that's bad. I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that I haven't reached out. I'm like, hey, why are you not? Well, that would be checking weird. up with yeah, right? Like that's I don't know. Like <clears throat> it's not. That's the thing is again. I know we've said this before. Like, I'm not like, oh, why are they not calling me? Like, you know, like why are they not trying to get me back? And like, it's not that no. at all. Yeah. It's, it's just it's the silence. wanting it's wanting to feel like you still have that commu- still have the community i just feeling that you matter yeah you matter despite what your belief is what your religion is where you are with your activity inside or outside of the church yeah and that's really kind of what it is like I just really do not feel like I matter. You do. I to to the neighborhood to. Well, and I do have to say, I just remembered there was we've gone to dinner with with some friends, and they've made it clear that this doesn't change anything for them. Yeah, you know, right. That's why I said that this is not everybody, because there has been a few people that we and that was even face to face, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um. That we've tried to, you know, that we that we have continued to, yeah. Have a relationship with, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, ultimately, I think that's that's kind of tonight's message. Like, if if there are those of you that listen to this that are in the church, please reach out to those that aren't. A part of the ward. Reach out to those people who might be struggling or might not believe anymore. And just ask them how they're doing. The willingness to talk and the willingness to communicate is vital. Because the loneliness that we non-believers feel is 
It's huge. Heavy. Yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? Uh, well, I was just going, I was thinking to make sure you reach out to the um, the spouse as well that's still in the church. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I know, like, I wasn't trying to seem no. narcissistic in that. Um, because it is, it is both sides. Um, yeah. yeah. Reach out to both. I mean, if, if you know both of them, reach out to both of them because a lot of times I think the person that's in the church, I mean, you, you've said before that the bishop has said, you know, how are you? Um, you know, and, and because you do go, um, people know that you're there by yourself or with the kids and that I'm not there. And so the tendency might be to check up, you know, on you. And stuff it doesn't because... happen a lot. There's just a few. Sure. You know, the, or... the, that mentality is mm-hmm. that the person that's struggling the most is the one that's in. still in. And I mean, think about it. Like even when I was there and we would see somebody without their spouse or whatever, I would look at them with this look of pity, like, oh my gosh, it's got to be so hard that they're by themselves every single week. And it is. I know. It I, totally I know, is. But, but not even a thought in the mind about the person that's sitting at home or whatever. Yeah. Is working or. Well, let me just say something that I'm, I think my mom shared with me once. She said, sometimes when people pray, for those that aren't there that day, you know, to, to help them feel loved and that they need to, to be here with us and hopefully they can come soon. She said, she always says, what about the ones that are here? We're struggling too. And I think it's Uchtdorf, right? That says church is a hospital. It's not a social gathering to show off your best clothing and your best vacation. And we're there to learn how to be more Christ-like. And to learn about prophets in the Bible and, you know, all those things. So we have to remember both sides. Both sides. We need to pray for the people that are at church as well as those that aren't. We need to reach out to those that have left the church and the ones that are still going alone. It's important. Yeah. It's it's just important. To be friends, to be that Christ-like person, just because we're human. Yep. Yeah. So, heavy topic tonight, kind of a downer, but just being as vulnerable as I can, because I I think that the closet and the the hush hush is what really truly kills kills our community, kills our culture. Especially here in Utah and Idaho is the is the quiet. The hush hush, sweep it under the rug, the we don't talk about this. Um it has to stop. It has to stop the topic of this, the topic of the pain and everything else. It's not it the mentality of You've left because of this and this and this. Has to stop. Because people that have those thoughts have zero idea what they're talking about. They have zero idea. Until you've gone through it or you know somebody close that has. You have zero idea. 
Yeah. So. Well, this is Brandy being the positive inner here. <laughs> I just see opportunity for us on our side of this to move forward and be better as well. Maybe you reach out to a couple of people that you haven't talked to in a while. Me and me too. Use this opportunity to change that ripple effect to help the pain go the other way. You know? I want to throw pain back? No. <laughs> to lift it up, to to change the course. You know, we I mean everything we have we have a choice as to how to react to this. Yeah. Is it okay that you're sitting in the pain right now? Yes. Because that's part of this. Yep. Is learning to sit with it and be okay with it. However. And sometimes I'm going to defend myself in my grumpy mode. Ryan's not been fun. <laughs> um, but sometimes it takes, it takes a while. Totally. Sometimes it takes more than just an hour or two. Sometimes it takes a few days because I have learned the importance of going through it, allowing the, the pain, allowing it to be there. Um, I've really tried to, well, in our meeting we talked about being present more and so I really am trying to, it's a, it's a habit but I'm really trying to like put my phone away and just allow myself to feel it because it dampens it. It numbs it. You know, it takes your mind off of it. Right. And allowing me to just drive to work without listening to anything and allow the thoughts, allow the frustration, mm -hmm. allow the, the, the pain to be there, the problem solving. Um, sometimes it's okay to be bored. One guy said that in our meeting. He's like, I feel panic at first. We forget that it's okay to be. It's like I feel panic, mm -hmm. and I even try to start looking at things like just looking at signs, play the ABC game or something. You know, when he's riding the train, he's like, and then I realize, no, just let myself just yeah, be bored. And he's sit. like, and it goes away after a few minutes, and then it allows you to problem solve. It allows you to start taking those things, and and I'm like, yeah, I'm like that's important, and so. But yeah, sometimes it just does. I apologize to you, but sometimes it just takes days well, for me to get through it. How old are you? How long have you been on the other side of this journey? So do I have that equally that amount of time? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I understand that. And I need to yeah. work on my patience with that. But anyway, I just think that, you know, what I was saying is that we all have a choice and, and we have, uh, when we're ready <laughs> to, to be done sitting in it, we have that choice to reach out and change the, change that. We go out and serve others, go out and talk to others, reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while that you wonder why you haven't heard from them. Be the first one, you know, but yeah. anyway, I always, you know me, I always, yeah, Try know. to find something positive. Well, yeah, that's okay, but... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, sorry to be so heavy tonight, but... No, nope, don't just, sorry, sorry. It, uh, it's, been, it's been pretty heavy. 
the past few days. So she's like, what are we going to talk about tonight? And I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So um, reach out to us um, on Facebook. Um, if you have questions or thoughts or, you know, any input on things that we might be able to talk about. Um, I think, you know, we're fairly new at this. We're actually, we're very new at this. And so we're, this is number six. Yeah. So we're, so we're trying new. to like, I think as, as time goes on, um, you know, I really want to kind of get organized in terms of like having, um, having schedules and things the way that we can like even have like other people that we can talk sure. to. Um, well, if you, if you're in the same situation and you have things that you guys are struggling with or you have questions, reach out to us and we won't, um, it'll, you know, it'll be anonymous and we can talk about it. We could bring those topics up on here mm-hmm. and, and get feedback. Yeah. That, that's one thing too, that I really want anybody that listens to know that we are not going to like share your information. We're not going to talk about you, um, explicitly using names and things like that. Um, you know, and preface yeah. it like in your messages to us, if you don't want us to discuss this, then, then let us know that. And we will absolutely keep your privacy because I understand the fear and I understand the closeted nature of, of, mm-hmm. of this right now still. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Have a good week and we'll see you. Oh wait, email. Uh, find joy in our journey at gmail.com. Okay. You heard it there. Okay. Have a good week guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I was made for loving you Even though we may be hopeless Hearts just passing through Every bone screaming I don't know